Hello and welcome to the Poster Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm with Kaunda. As always, we are ready to get into a new year's worth of NBA action. Kaunda, you well? I'm great, Cyrus. You know, uh, this is the best time of the week for me. Let's uh, let's do this podcast. Yeah. Let's give the people what they want. I mean, they seem to be wanting it, so you know, let's, let's definitely not disappoint. Um, but before we go into any of the discussion, let's give you what the high-level topics will be that we're covering this week. So we're talking about the NBA All-Star voting, which is open. We've been making our picks in terms of who we think should be in the All-Star game. And as always, All-Star is going to be sensational. It's going to be in Cleveland this year. Kaunda, does that excite you? Yes, because two of my favorite players are from Ohio. Oh, yeah. LeBron James, Steph yeah. Curry. Yeah, so, born, you know. born in, in, in Akron. Yeah, um, so, so, so I'm, I'm quite excited. And Cyrus, I, I almost went to Cleveland for a finals. <laughs> almost. Nice, <laughs> nice. I almost didn't um, and then didn't. So, yeah, we'll be talking about the All-Star voting. And then we'll also talk a little bit about the, the Rookie of the Year frontrunners at the moment. It's, it's, the race for Rookie of the Year is hotting up. But, you know, people are talking about um, the race for the MVP and how interesting that is because mm-hmm. there's no real real front runner and i think with the rookie of the year there was one up front but then we'll discuss that as as we go into the show uh, but make sure you interact with us on our social media platforms so we are on twitter at post up podcast on instagram at post up zone on facebook at post up zone and you can visit postupzone.com for all things nba from an african perspective Kaunda chama all-star voting. This yep. is, you know, it's it's that one time where you as a fan of the NBA, what you believe, what you want to see happen can happen because you have the power like He-Man. Lord, you're showing your age. But yes, there's Cyrus. new He-Man content out, but there's new He-Man <laughs> yes, content Cyrus. out. So yes, I'm showing my age and people should know. You and the power of Grayskull are going to make sure that uh, certain people, uh, you know, make it to the All-Star game. But Cyrus, I, I love the way you put it because... It, it gives it puts the power of selection in our hands as fans you know yeah. from, from, from a from a large from a broader perspective we get to choose who we think is the high flyer or is the top dog this season and, yeah. and, and we, we select them to go into the all-star game and there's nothing better than seeing them play in that all-star game or participate in other all-star you know um, the, the different events different events like mm. slam dunk competition you know the skills, skills challenge, challenge yeah, three-point contest three-point contest even though even the, the, the what, what do they call it now the rising stars challenge yeah I, I, I that's like one of that. my favorites that's like one that. of my favorites um but i think i mean you know it'd be great if you could actually have more say on like let's say the rising stars as well because mm. there's a lot of really interesting rising stars but i think what's great is obviously the format around that is pretty cool where you know you've got a team usa versus team world and yeah. i hope they stick to that and then we get to see these guys do their thing because i think we missed out on rising stars last year because of covid if i remember correctly absolutely um and that's always one of the most fun things because Mm -hmm. you get to see these guys you know almost be um all stars before they're actually all stars so what i think we'll do is let's talk a little bit about i want to ask you who you think the the captains will be this is a question i've asked you already on the podcast i want to know if your your thinking around it has changed do you still believe that uh, who you thought were going to be the all-star captains will probably be all-star captains um, who, who, who are your picks for the sort of um, most uh, highest vote getters in the West and in the East? Uh, I stand by my decision, Cyrus. I stand by my statement. Conviction, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Team Steph versus Team Yanis. That's me. I'm still sticking by my choice. Team Yanis and Team Steph. Yep. And I mean, it, it seems pretty obvious to me that it's going to be Team KD and Team Steph. Okay. Um, but, you know, that, that's just our thinking. I'm glad you, you and know. your friends are voting well. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> 
it's going down that way, bud. It's going down that way. So before we go into, um, in fact, let's start this particular part of the conversation with looking at who we've chosen uh-huh. for our initial All-Star Game teams. I like Because this. I think that will, will inform our discussion around who we think should be in the All-Star Game. And this is just the starters. I mean, yep. you know how it goes. There's so many people who get called up for, for this stuff. And, uh, and it could be anybody when you look at the larger rosters. But in terms of the actual starters mm. um, and the pool of people that they can actually choose from, some interesting names. Do you want to go first? Let's see what your, your East team looks like. Yeah, let me start in the East. In the East, I got uh, the guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backcourt, I got Trey Young, okay. Ice Trey, mm-hmm. and my man Bradley Beal. I was going to select uh, Kyle Lowry, but after close consideration, I was like, no, I stray is that guy. Okay, so just so everybody knows, you've got to pick two guards yep. and two front court players. Um, that's basically how this this goes, and that's for the East and for the West. So your picks yep. were um, Trey Young and Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal. in the backcourt. Okay, your, your guards, yeah, your, front, uh, your backcourt players. And yep. then your frontcourt? Uh, in my frontcourt at the three, I put Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the four, I put Yanis Antetokounmpo, yeah. and at the five, I got my man Joe LMB. I mean, we've we basically carbon copies in terms of the front court selections because you know Yanis, KD, and Joel Embiid are pretty much locks. I think those guys should be the front runners in terms of the the front court players. Mm-hmm. Though there will be a couple of guys who feel like, yeah, hey, you should be voting for me instead. But those those guys are are really it. Where we differ in terms of our selection in the Eastern Conference is that I looked at the Chicago Bulls and I was like, how do I separate Zach Levine from DeMar DeRozan? They're both all-stars for me, so that's who my guards are. It's okay. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. So you're, that's going, you're going all in Chicago Bulls? All Chicago Bulls guard lineup. The only person that's not there is Alex Caruso. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised you, you didn't show love to my man uh, Lonzo Ball there. Is there? What's going on? Well, Lonzo is good, but he's not necessarily been the most important guy for them from the guard stakes. Because if you look at, like, even the points per game um, mm-hmm. numbers for, for the Bulls, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are, are way up there yeah. um, in terms of, of the, the stats. So, And they've been performing really well. When they've been on form, the Bulls are flying high, and that's why I've chosen them. Um, I'm going to switch things around. I'm going to go first in the Western Conference, and I'm going to tell you who my picks are for the guards. And okay. I've gone with Ja Morant and Stephen Curry as my guards, my guard pairing in, in, in the West. And then uh, the front court players. It was a bit of a weird one because I, I actually made uh, some adjustments. Okay. And uh, the first time I was like, okay, fine, I think I'm going to you know vote for these guys. But this is who I went with. LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and DeAndre Ayton. Ooh, okay, okay. I see our picks are very similar, but we, we, we do adjust here and there. I think it's a preference thing, if you ask me. I don't, yeah. I don't think anybody we've picked is wrong. So you had uh, my son, John Morant, yeah. and Steph Curry in your backcourt. Uh, I went with Steph Curry, mm-hmm. but I loves me some Devin Booker. I, yeah. I, I think if Clay was fit, to be honest, I probably would have gone Clay. But um, look, I, I got to go with Books. Books, I think he's earned his stripes. You, you cannot... He Talk has, he Booker. has. I mean, you know, he's one of the main reasons why the Suns even made it to the, the NBA Finals last season. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, time after time, you know, like <laughs> the song says. And, and Ja Morant for me has just been all over the place. I absolutely love this kid. Nah, Ja Morant. Um, Carmelo no. last night said something very important. He said Ja Morant is the future of the NBA. Oh, yeah. And I think he's a big piece of that future of this league, Cyrus. No, I, most I, definitely. I can't argue with that statement. 
So your front court. My front court uh, is very similar. Uh, at the three, I've gone with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. At the four, I've gone with Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. I, I think he deserves a spot. He's been playing well. And, uh, yeah, we got the Joker at the center. You, you know, the Joker's the Joker. He so, is. He yeah, is. I'm sure he's going to bring his two brothers, too, you know. <laughs> just in case. Make it a family affair. Yeah, just in case you guys want to get a little scratchy. Like, yeah, oh, don't come and scrap. Have you seen my Serbian co- connection in the, <laughs> in the audience over there? But you got to love Jokic. He's such an entertaining player. He's just so dominant as well. When he's on form, you can't stop him. He can shoot from range. He, he, he really has got a really soft touch around the rim, mm. um, rebounds the ball well, and his rebound numbers this season are really way up there. Passes excellently. Nikola Jokic, there's a reason why he's the MVP. Um, and he's playing at such a high level. And what's yeah. great about this, though, right, is that you've got Jokic and Embiid, who were, you know, the MVP frontrunners last season, yeah. also potentially being all-stars this season. And, and who knows, depending on how the, the, the selections go, um, you could see them maybe even be on the same team. I mean, it would be insane, but you could definitely see them potentially being the same team, depending on how things get chosen. Um, So, with those teams being selected, do you think that either one of our teams, either East or West, could beat the other one? I mean, I don't think that there's... Because that's the joy of All-Star, where you're like, no, 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 the guys I've chosen would definitely beat those other guys, you know? Okay, let's go to the east. To the east, we got the same front court, right? We got we got we got Durant, Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. and Embiid, right? Yeah, we both agree there. So now, would your Bulls collective in Zach Levine and Demar Derozan smoke Ice Tray and Bradley Beal? Um, I'm gonna go with yes. It it would be a it would be a heavy battle because. Are we talking real game? Are we talking all-star? Look, I'm talking about real game. I mean, nobody picks an all-star team thinking like, okay, they're just going to half-ass it, you know? Because first of all, you, you got a mid-ranger in DeMar DeRozan, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then you got Zach Levine, who's got a good three. Yeah. And then he he takes it to the hole very mm-hmm. well, and he's a high-flying dunker. Now, I've got Ice Stray. Ice Stray is like... Is like Steph Curry light. He launches from anywhere he feels like, yes, right? Yes, he does. So, so I'd have that three on you. I'd have that, you know, more efficient three on you. Then Bradley Beal is basically Zach Levine without the dunks. And, uh, you right. know, DeMar DeRozan light. You know, <laughs> no, he is a great scorer. I mean, like, he's yeah, showed yeah, himself but, to be a really great but, scorer. Not this season. As, um, so like, far, no, 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 no. Not so far. But, but, but if I look at DeMar DeRozan, obviously he would have those field goals on lock. And then Zach Levine would take it to the hoop and and, and he, once in a while he gets those threes going you know he's quite he streak, shoots really he's quite well. streaky when it comes to threes though because you go off then you'll yeah. go on so when I, me why i picked uh, a trey young is because i know the three-point efficiency with him is pretty high and then and then in terms of you know buckets in the paint you got uh bradley bill who can take yeah. it to the hoop that's why i believe my backcourt would smoke your backcourt. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I totally disagree with you, but because you know, we win by the threes, <laughs> yeah, we win by the I three. I think the thing with with Trey Young and and the Hawks this season, you can definitely see <laughs> there's no winning by the three. But I do get you. Um, I do think though that in the West, it's. I mean, you know, Steph playing against Steph, you know, that's never going to beat itself. But I do think that John Morant is a really interesting scorer, and I do think that Devin Booker probably beats him in a one on one. Um, yeah, 
But just because he's, he's a more consistent for, shooter. And, and from a, a size perspective, I think Booker can can manhandle him defensively. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I I'd agree with you there. Jamarant is a few meals behind Devin Booker. I mean, yeah, a couple of <laughs> meals behind him, definitely. But but, let's but not in forget, terms of speed, yeah, I was about to say, let's not forget the speed on Young Jamarant is yeah, he, right up there. He'd probably dunk all over books. Like he's got the hops too. Yeah. But then I think when you look at our front courts, that's what's really interesting because you know I I think. It's crazy to look at the numbers. LeBron James should definitely be in the MVP conversation right now. He is incredible. I think he's the third highest scorer in, 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 in yep. the NBA points per game. This week, he, he, he made it to that third spot. And he, he just doesn't look as if he's slowing down. And that's on a bad Lakers team. Um, but th- maybe that's why his numbers are so high is because he's having to do so much work. Cyrus, he, he's doing so much work. I mean, I, I, I picked up a stat, if you will let me, because I am that guy, right? Yes, you are that guy. It, he's had, in his last five, six, six games, he's had 30-plus point games. Mm. Even when the Lakers are 1-5, and five, he scored more than 30 points in each of the last five appearances, each of the last Sensational. five games. I mean, that is skill right up there. But yeah. He wouldn't have to do so much if the supporting cast exactly. was showing up. Exactly. And, and, and that's the key thing. And, and for years and years, LeBron James will always be like, I need help. And then this is what they've done. Um, and he's been party to, to a lot of these decisions. So in many ways, he digs the same hole for himself. But when we're looking at, at, at our teams again, Aiton versus Carl Anthony Towns is a really interesting one because I think Cat shoots, he shoots the three ball way better. But yep. I think Aiton almost bodies him in, if they're going you know, pound for pound in the paint. Um, I tend to disagree. Aiton is a heck of a solid kid. Cyrus, you know, I used to underestimate Cat, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe there were some choice words you used for him. No, so, he, 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 uh, he was know. soft. He was straight soft. <laughs> I, I, think, I think he's done what Michael Jordan did and he's been getting some gym time. I think he, he, he's been getting some gym time because he's coming out really strong. And I, and, and I think from even from a size perspective, because Cat yeah. is relatively slow when, 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 it's, when he runs, right? Relatively, yeah. Uh, he, he, uh, he's not Jokic slow, but he's, you know, he's relatively slow. And I think Aiton is a bit faster than him yeah. on the run. But when it comes to like rebounding and, and, and work around the hoop, I think that would be a great contest. I think it would probably be a 50-50, if not 51-49 in favor of Cat. And then I think Cat hmm. shoots the three much better than Aiton. No, he definitely does. There's no question. I mean, he's indeed the There's best no three-point shooting big guy in, in the league at the moment. Um, I think Jokic might tell you one or two things about that too. No, I think statistically, Cyrus, I stand corrected if I'm wrong, but he he's either the best or one of the best. Yeah, either the best or one of the best. Sounds about right, but <laughs> I do think Jokic is still uh, even Embiid might be a bit better. But I think let's we'll have to check the stats. I'm just yeah. looking at it here in terms of the player comparison stuff between Carl Anthony Towns and Aiton, and yep. it's really interesting because. Cat is, is averaging 24.5 points per game, mm-hmm. 8 and 17. Mm-hmm. But then Cat is averaging 9 rebounds a game versus 8 and 11. Oh, wow. Um, the the three-point percentages are chalk and cheese here because Cat is like 42.6% from three mm-hmm. versus 8 and 14.3. Free, th- free throws, Cat is shooting them at an 82.8% clip, 8 and 62 But... We're not talking about just taking them shots. We're talking about when people are really going at each other. 
And uh, this is what's really interesting is that if you look at the shooting performances, in terms of two-point field goals and, and their percentages, mm-hmm. CAD is averaging 55.2% from two-point field goal range versus Aiton's 63.8. And obviously, because Aiton plays out of the dunker spot, he, he's really getting into the paint a lot more, whereas CAD doesn't necessarily play there. But I, I think it would be a really interesting matchup. And, and you know, also CAD is a couple of years older than, than Aiton, so, you know, Aiton's still learning his game. Uh, and you, this is you can admit that you are wrong, Cyrus. No, I'm not going to do that. Cat will body. Your I don't. I don't and know. DeAndre I Aiton. don't know if I agree with that. Body bag, Cyrus. Zip, I don't know zip. if I agree with that. Body bag. <laughs> I, mean, I, I hear. I hear what you're trying you to say. You have just the st- statistically made my case. In terms of some of the, but, but <laughs> the thing for me is, when you look at that team, Aiton is the kind of guy who you 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 really want him to be fighting with that uh, mm-hmm. his his opponent, and perhaps it is still early in his career uh, to be like asking him to go up against somebody like Carl Anthony Towns, who's been in the NBA for six years, absolutely going into his seventh. Considering I mean, exp- what happened with Giannis, experience play, plays a lot here, yeah. and. Uh, Aiton can grow into a very different player. That's why I'm saying back in the days, I used to look at Cat like, yo, this was the rookie of the year. This was the yeah. number one selection. This guy comes out so soft. But in recent years, recent well, he's months, older. he's gotten wiser, more experienced, older, and, and he knows now. I, I, I think with a lot of these players, there's that switch that you know mm. gets flicked and then... Look at Yanis. We, 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 we were looking at, was it coach Jason Kidd at the time mm-hmm. who made him the de facto leader at such a young age? And we were like, wow, I hope this gamble pays off. Yeah, and, and look, look at, at it Giannis now. now. Yeah. You, you can't even say he's that youngster who was made the de facto leader of the Bucks, right? He is this superstar, yeah. Nigerian, Greek, demigod, yeah. basketball all, all player. Of those words. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, three years down the line, DeAndre Ayton is going to be a very different player. I agree with you totally. And, and the fact is... Aiton plays good basketball on a winning team. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things for me that differentiates you know, players like that sometimes because he knows what it takes to be in, in good winning situations. Whereas Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns has not had that. Hey. He's been in the NBA six years and been to the playoffs once. I believe it that. Happens. But, but when you think about it, that six, year, that six years you know, hasn't yielded much for him. Yeah. But look at, at somebody like Aiton who's been in the league, what, two years now? Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, he's been to the NBA Finals now, it, it, well, three years now. But the thing about it is when you look at how he's improved over the years and how critical he is to what happens for Phoenix when they play well, he's playing well. Um, and, and that run to the Finals, Aiton was really central to a lot of that. Uh, but, Sai, look, uh, in Cat's defense, he's been on some trash teams. And, well, and, and the yes. changes that have been taking place... At, uh, at, at at the Timberwolves that have been hectic, the Jimmy Butler experience, the you know Cyrus. He, that he's sounds been like the, a name of a good band, the Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler experience. experience yeah. Cyrus, I, I think Cat has just been one of those unfortunate stars, and I, and and I think has Cat even had like like a mentor that, that that has been there to no to to bring out the best in him. No, he's had to do it by himself, and, and you know him and Andrew I mean Wiggins, he's worked with the likes of KG, but struggled. I I think, and I yeah, I, if Kevin Love had stayed at the Timberwolves, maybe that big brother, little brother relationship could have yielded some different... Ifs, ifs and maybes. No, but, 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 but you're talking about DeAndre Ayton making it to the finals as if he was really a leader to, in, that, in, in, the, in that run. Imagine had you replaced Cat with DeAndre Ayton. Do you think there would have been a different result? No, no. interesting he, point. Cat would still have been one of the guys who made it to the finals, right? Because yeah. it, it just depends on where you find yourself. That's why 
some superstars that we love, AI, Charles Barkley, fantastic. The franchise can definitely determine what happens with you, you right? You know what I'm saying? Considering that we are comparing former number one picks against yeah. each other. And that's my point here. Because it's, Costa Satatakupo is a champion. Yeah, but so is right DJ Mbenga. But anyway, <laughs> we're not making that point. I do think that to close off this all-star debate, though, yeah. um, you know, in terms of the guys that we've selected, I think those are generally the front runners. Do you think there's like two guys who you think that should be pushing either a guard and a front court player um, that, that should be in that running that we just, you know, unlucky to not be in our specific selections? Uh, yes, Cyrus. I, I think me, if you ask me, I, and I mentioned this guy, Kyle Lowry. I, I, I still think he's all-star worthy. I, I, mm-hmm. I, he, he is older than a lot of these players, uh, give or take a, a LeBron James here. But let's talk about the front court players, right? Yeah. He, he's older than Steph, uh, Books, Morant, Trey Young, and Bradley Beal. But, but I still think he, he's got that skill that, 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 that makes him deserve to be a, a starter. Like yeah. we're talking about starters here, not not yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah, starters. not reserves, right? Mm. I, I think for me, in terms of the front court, Cal uh, Lowry um, in the back court, yeah, Cal Lowry. I mean, in the back court, sorry, in the front court in the East. Uh, I think we got the best of the best, Cyrus. With these three guys, you don't think there's anybody in the in the East who might be missing out, front court wise? Mm. No, nah. Not if for you're you. talking starters, Cyrus, these are the yeah. starters. I mean, I, I, look, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't necessarily think there's anybody who you'll be like, oh man, how are we going to leave out Clint Capella? You know you what know? I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that's no disrespect big shout out to Clint. Clint. Yeah, yeah. I was about to no, say, no big shout out to Clint. We love you, man. Like, uh, you're representing Africa to the fullest. No, most deaf. I, I might say maybe Jared Allen might be one who'd be, you know, unlucky to miss out. But the thing is, is that. He, all-Star is not kind on defensive-minded players, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him as a reserve, though. Mm. Now, me too. If, if that happens. I, I'd I love think to see Jared that, Allen too. as a reserve would be great. We'd see a whole bunch of blocks in that All-Star game. <laughs> I'll tell you It'd that. It'd be like Yanis again. <laughs> exactly. Yanis <laughs> doesn't know when to play the game. Just out there trying to win at all costs. Um, and then you said Kyle Lowry, right? For me, yeah. um, one player that I think is, I mean, he's a front-court player, is Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. um, who I think could have been potentially pushing for for an all-star selection in the East mm. um, ahead of, of, you know, maybe one or two of our guys. But he's not getting there ahead of Giannis, uh, KD, or Embiid. Uh, but he's one that I definitely would have looked at. And um, I'm just trying to think, guard-wise... In the West. I'd probably, no, no. Um, oh, in the East. In, in the, the East. east. Yeah. Guard-wise, I'd probably say the guy you've selected in Trey Young. Um, and that's the East. And in, in the West, for me, um, you know... I've got a soft spot for for a couple of players, but I'm just trying to think. Like in the West, front court wise, we've basically also selected, you know, pretty much the best of the best there. Maybe yeah. if he was fit, Anthony Davis. Um, but he's been so poor this season that you know it's it's hard yeah, to he, you're, you're picking him on reputation. He hasn't had an All Star season, Cyrus. Even as a Laker fan, I, I, I'll be the first to say, look, he he hasn't had an All Star season mm. so far. I I, w- I wouldn't. Make him a starter. I wouldn't make him a starter. And for me, when it comes to the guards, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I was going to say uh, in the West, 
uh, Jamal Murray and, and Donovan Mitchell for me. Well, Jamal Murray hasn't touched a basketball at all, but I get that you're talking but, from but, a but, reputation from a perspective. Reputation or perspective, because I mean, I, I think in terms of of, of great guards, he, he's definitely. But, but leaving yeah. leaving reputation aside, I mean, are guys who are playing right now? Ah, uh, then definitely uh, Spider Mitchell. Okay. I mean, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, because I think it's going to be really intriguing to see how the voting numbers uh, start to, to, to show up once we start seeing the first returns come in. Surprisingly, then, uh-huh. after all he's done for the league, you have not mentioned Chris Paul. Well, Chris Paul, that guy. Okay. Um, I mean, look, and, and it's actually... It's, and I it's say really, that with all due yeah, respect, look, because it's, it's a without Chris thing. Paul, would the Suns have gone that deep? If, if we're being totally honest, Chris Paul should be there, right, yeah. as a starter. But he's also one of those who suffers from not being flashy. Yeah. So he does his job. He, he's the number one... He's the assist leader right now in the league. Mm-hmm. And, and rightly so, because he is just... He's been so, so impressive. But then when you look at the fact that like we've left out James Harden, who's second in assist numbers, and, and way up there's like DeJounte Murray, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily make you dream. And that's been one of the key things around you know some of the selections here. Um, but anyway, I think we have to leave All-Star at that, at that and, and just move on to the next But, but it's going to be a great All-Star, sir. No, let's, there's let's no admit, question. Let, let, I mean, let's admit that much. Look, it's going to be February in Cleveland, so I don't know how much fun everybody's going to have. We survived <laughs> Toronto, Cyrus. We survived <laughs> Toronto. Yes, it, you know, All-Star Alaska is going to be the next one. That's the one everyone's <laughs> going to be like, okay, we're skipping this gonna one. going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> we're just waiting for All-Star Hawaii. Um, Ooh, Cyrus, so, you're onto something there. Before no, I think on. so. Uh, we better get our accreditation <laughs> sorted for that. Um, let's talk about the Rookie of the Year frontrunners right now. And it's a really interesting inf- uh, discussion because the names that are really at the top of the list right now are not necessarily the names that we'd had um, like right at the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. And I mean, when everything started, everyone looked at it like, okay, Cade Cun- Cunningham, number one pick, must be um, way up there. And and really i don't know if he's if he's the the main front runner at the moment in fact i don't even know if he's in the top 3 um no uh cyrus you, you know sometimes uh, as a rookie right mm-hmm. if you go to a to to a team that's not doing well it allows you to perform more oh, you, you play and sometimes you you go to your rookie you, you you go to a team that's got kevin durant uh, James Harden and Kyrie Irving, you might not you, get that not many see, minutes. You're not gonna, well, look at Jonathan Kuminga, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, he, he goes to the Warriors where they've got Steph, Clay's on his way back, Draymond Green. Yeah, the opportunities are Gary not... Gary Payne the second. You know, you, you got a whole, you, you know, a bunch of guys there that, that are great. You might not see that much court time. And, yeah. I, and, and I think that provides an opportunity to for a rookie that goes to a not-so-good team to actually shine. Yeah. No, not, I'm, not, I'm with you. Not that the Detroit Pistons are the best team in the league or anything. The Detroit Pistons. <laughs> goodness me. Uh, I'm just going to yeah. with the Cade Cunningham yeah. narrative. Yeah. You know, not, not that uh, the Detroit Pistons are the best team in the, wor- in the world and, at and, the moment. And he's, and he's playing. Yeah. And he's looking good. But yeah. he's not necessarily shone above other rookies. And I think that's one of the key things. So who are your three um, front runners? We probably have the same, the same names here in terms of Rookie of the Year guys. Look, I, I'm going to go because I've been following the, the, the NBA's uh, you know, leaderboard. So I'm, I'm going to go with who I've been seeing uh, you know, playing and who they've listed. So yeah. uh, Franz Wagner from uh, the Orlando Magic at mm-hmm. number one. And then Scotty Barnes, even if he wasn't at number two, Cyrus. 
you know, you've yeah. been following this youngster. He's been playing, man. And, and then another one of your favorites is Evan Mobley. Yeah, Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley's been so good. From the Cleveland Cavaliers. So if you, if, you, if you ask me to give you my top three, I think those would be the guys, yeah? And I think most of us would agree with that. I mean, you know, maybe not in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a, a Scotty Barnes truther. But All right. It's been impressive to see what Franz Wagner has done. And maybe it helps having a brother who's been in the league so he can tell you, I did this and it didn't work. Um, but go. he's been good. He's been really good for the Magic, who themselves have been really bad. But that's what happens when you lean into the, the youngsters, is that they have to learn on the job. And the likes of Cole Anthony has been really good for Orlando. Um, I, I but, like the look of Cole Anthony. I, that, that energy, Cyrus. Mm. Sometimes you, you... No, a lot of times you need that guy on your team. You yeah. know, he's just... He's like the energizer bunny of your team, and he, he keeps everybody motivated. Even when your shoulders look like they're going to drop and you're, you're falling back, going he, for it. he's still going for it. And you're like, okay, if he can do what he's doing, let's go. You know what I mean? It's interesting when you look at the Magic, though, because they've got a lot of guards in that lineup. And, and guys mm-hmm. who uh, have been really high draft picks, I don't think um, uh, Markel Fultz has played this season. Um, <clears throat> but, but when you look at it, they've got a lot of, of draft stock there in terms of, you know, like, good guards and and so it's great to see like a forward in, in Franz Wagner doing well because it it says that at some point they'll be able to bring um like some good wings through um good guards yeah. and then maybe get something out of Mobamba who had been so bad for a long time but now he's looking like he's he's becoming that defensive anchor that they need you know somebody who's out there blocking shots no mo Mo, Mo is on his way up Cyrus and and it also helps that in recent seasons he's been eaten more and he's been hitting that gym because that boy is looking it, it takes swollen. time he it is takes looking time. swollen and i think that's contributing to you know to to his performance i always take it back to when michael jordan i know he's not a forward but when michael jordan was being bullied by the detroit pistons in a way mm-hmm. and then he was like okay i know where the gym is at yeah. i know i know where the weight room you're not at. gonna bully me anymore yeah, he went to the weight room and then the pistons were like okay who's this new guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think MJ. With, with mo bamba i think um, not that he's MJ, but you know, I think that, that, that he's the weight room, in the work. yeah, the, the weight room is, is is working wonders, and and it should. Whereas you look at somebody like Evan Mobley, and he's doing so well as a rookie, mm-hmm. and he hasn't even found the weight room yet. So he's still got a lot of time to develop into his body. He's still young, um, still a, a, li- a little small, and I mean that you know in terms of weight. Um, but he will fill out properly, and then he'll be near un- unstoppable for the Cavaliers. And him yep. and Jared Allen together are such a great combination. So it's interesting to see how these guys go. And I mean, it's hard to even really pick who could be Rookie of the Year um, from th- those three in particular. And we've left out guys like Josh Giddy at the um, Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. who has been really good for them. Um, he's done some, I suppose this is the thing about the Thunder. You can try things there because winning is just not on their agenda. Hasn't been for a while. It hasn't for a very <laughs> long time. But they've got the, 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 the ability to, to play these guys major minutes and see how well they do. And, and Giddy has showed that with the right level of development, he could be one of these stars of the future uh, in the NBA. Um, I'm going to rush you here to say of those three main leaders from the rookie of the year perspective who do you think you're going to keep your eyes on for the number one for the number one actually cyrus the person i was keeping my eye on for number one is not even in the top three. Oh, but let me give you from the top three yeah i, I can't hate on scotty barnes i, I yeah. think i think scotty barnes is going to show us a lot of stuff before the season's over and i think mm. for me uh he's sitting in the second spot according to 
you know, the the, the NBA's official list, uh, yeah. rookie, you know, leaders. Um, but I think he could he could grab that top spot. But somebody who I was personally looking at, Cyrus, yeah. uh, only made it to number 10, and that's Jalen Green from the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I love the look of that young man, Cyrus. And I was watching him the other day, although it was a losing effort against my Los Angeles Lakers. But these kids, Cyrus. So talented, They're man. so talented. And they're, they're just ready to go. And and that's the thing about Jalen Green. And I've got this theory, um, and I suppose not ne- not necessarily a theory as such because a lot of people are talking about it, but mm-hmm. these guys who are in the G League Ignite team, Kuminga, yeah. Jalen Green, they've played with older guys for a while. They've yeah. learned NBA systems for a season. So they should be better than a lot of their contemporaries. Mm-hmm. And you see that in some of their games because the decision-making has not been the greatest, but mm-hmm. it's not been as bad as other rookies has been. Yeah. And and I, I like Jalen Green. I think he's going to be a really important piece for the Rockets as he improves, as, as he grows. Um, but yeah, he's not going to be the number one uh, pick. He's not going to be the rookie of the year. I think Scotty Barnes, if you're a rookie and you top the Raptors double-double stats... <laughs> You're doing a heck of a lot right. Um, and he's averaging like 15.6 points per game and 8.3 yep. rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. Even like 3.4 assists a game right now. Uh, and that's having missed games due to health and safety protocol. So yep. I think that Scotty Barnes is really, he's going to be rookie of the year for me. Evan Mobley is the guy who's probably going to push him the most because Mobley has been really, really sensational as well. Um, but I think it's going to be Scotty Barnes. Um, so to end of the show, Let's go into the post-up betting corner powered by bet.coza. We've got some games to look forward to. We're going all the way through New Year's, um, from New Year's Eve into New Year's Day and into 2022. There are some great games to watch out for. Kaunda, it's it's been an an insane 2021. When you think about what's happened from the Bucks winning the championship, Giannis being, um, I mean, he was so emotional. I got emotional. Uh, You know, 2021 has delivered some really, really high highs. And then we've got a new season at the end of it. And now we're going into 2022 and things look really, really good. And um, I mean, before we go into the games, has there been any highlight for you from 2021 that you want to talk about first? Cyrus, there's been so many highlights. You want me to point out one. It, I mean, I'm basically trying to set you up to say Yanis here. That's basically it. Look, Yanis's continued performance, Cyrus, is, is just incredible. You, you expect him to relax a little bit and, you, you know, like, you know, just uh, mm-hmm. feel himself in yeah, his aura. Like, I'm a champion now. I'm a champion, but no. So no, you mean slip into Yanis. his Anthony Davis? <laughs> Maybe, but but Yanis is not that kind of player. That's how you become a back-to-back MVP. Mm. You, you 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 don't lay back. Ask Steph, ask yeah. LeBron. They, they they don't do that kind of stuff. But I think the the Yanis's uh, performance has been great. I mean, I I think for me, uh, looking at what uh, the old uh, old age home Lakers have been able to do so far has been quite entertaining. Because I I don't know which Lakers I'm going to see on which night. <laughs> and now that we've got these. You know, health and uh, safety protocols. It, it it also adds to to to, to what, the drama to the drama and 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 I think for me, um, just seeing what teams of I, I mean, what the the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference are looking at right now mm. is not really what I expected to see. Yeah, and, and that's what's entertaining because you got 
some teams that are sitting way down like the Atlanta Hawks and them and I was expecting them to be higher. Yeah. The Lakers, uh, as we record, are probably sitting at seven or eighth in the in the Western Conference. I was expecting them to be a little bit higher with all those, you know, seasoned vets that they got. Yeah. And you know, you look at the Suns and you're like, Oh, these guys they, they want it again, you know, and then they want to get the, back the resurgence to that, that. of the, 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 the Warriors. Cyrus, there's been so many so great many moments. Interesting things. And I yeah. mean look, I suppose this is the other thing about twenty twenty one. You get an entire NBA championship by the Bucks, which is really, really cool. And mm-hmm. then you get a new season and, and stuff to be excited about. So uh, that's what I love about the NBA and, and what we can look forward to. Because we haven't even mentioned teams like the Memphis Grizzlies doing some incredible yep. stuff. Um, how Nikola Jokic be- winning MVP came out of nowhere. And he's just been incredible for, for so long now that we take it for granted. So there's a lot that I was happy about from the, the, the past year and the past season. But there's a lot to look forward to. And that's the setup to our poster bidding corner, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got these games, New Year's Eve, really interesting game. It's at eight o'clock Central African time um, in the evening. Phoenix Suns taking on the Boston Celtics. Um, I mean, everything in me says this is going to be a Suns win because the Celtics are just all over the place. They shot 9% from three-point range uh, in, in their, their, their last game. Uh, it was an abomination. They were... I think four of 42 from three-point range. So the Boston Celtics, wow. you know... <laughs> An atrocity. Yeah. But having said that... A G-League performance. <laughs> why would you even be <laughs> dismissing the worthy, G-League like that? A G-League-worthy performance. <laughs> and that was against the Clippers as well, you know? I mean, they lost that game 91-82. So what's yeah. crazy is that it's not even like it was a blowout nah. that they were so bad. Yet, um, here we are. But I do think, though, that when they played the Suns... It's going to be a TD Garden. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown could then just step things up and, and really get things going. And, and maybe, um, you know, the Celtics are looking at this and saying, now is the time for us to really make some changes uh, and bring somebody else in because this cannot persist. In that game, who do you have as a winner? Cyrus, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, at TD Gardens, the, the Celtics are going to fancy their chances and, and win that game. It's going to be okay. one of those... Uh, Celtics for you. It's going to leave your eyes wide open. So the Celtics won. That's, that would be a way to enter into 2022. I'll give you that. I got the Celtics in this one. Um, Watch me. I'm going Suns here. Don't let the Suns go down on the Celtics. Um, <laughs> I think that the Suns are the ones who are going to win that one. And, and okay. it will be fairly convincing, I think. You know, if it, And we always say, um, all things considered, health and safety protocols, all yeah. of that stuff, I think the Suns should easily beat the Celtics. Um, now, if we're into 2022, early hours of that morning uh, on Saturday, you've got the Trailblazers taking on the Lakers. Uh, that's at 5.30 a.m. Trailblazers-Lakers. It's it's not it, That would have been a blockbuster matchup a couple of seasons ago. Yep. Not so because of the, the, the records of these teams, but it could be a really interesting game. Um, Dame Lillard, the rest of the, the, the Blazers. We don't know if CJ will be back because of his collapsed lung and some people saying that it was due to COVID and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think will take, take the win in that one? I got my leg show in this one, Cyrus. The, the Blazers haven't been having the, the best of seasons, although I know neither have the Lakers, but I, I, I think uh, the Blazers are, yeah, they're, they're, they're a matchup I think the Lakers can easily take. Yeah, they should. I mean, the Lakers have been really bad really bad but 
there are certain games where they've just managed to find what they needed mm. to. And, and LeBron James has been central to that. And I think the Lakers win that one because I just don't see what's happening with the Trailblazers. They just don't have any moves to make. Their players are just not being anywhere close to the people that we've seen them play as. So I think the Lakers to, to beat the Blazers that one too. Um, early Sunday morning, 2.30 a.m. Um, not, not, no one was scurrying, not even a mouse. <laughs> um, LA Clippers versus Brooklyn Nets. I need your selection in that one. That, that that's going to be interesting because I don't know if Paul it's in G- Brooklyn. It, will Paul George be back? He's been back. He's been playing. Okay, because uh, no, no, definitely a Brooklyn game. Okay. Brooklyn take this one. And I think KD has uh, come out of health and safety protocols. Yeah. He should be uh, fit. This is one of those where Kyrie will not be able to play because it's in Brooklyn and Kyrie's an idiot. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Lord, He's just got his choices. I know, I know. But anyway, he won't be playing Kyrie home is game. unique. He is not kind unique. Of. <laughs> He's just chosen a, a path. Anyway, I've been very unkind. My apologies, Mr. Irving. Um, I apologize. But I do think his team... The Nets will beat the Clippers. The Clippers, they hot and cold. Are not mm. even. I mean, it's unreal how much the pendulum swings with those guys. They've actually been freezing and boiling. Not yeah, that's basically cold. it. Yeah, freezing and boiling. You know, and and you can't win a championship, let alone you know a, a run of games. If if you go from being Forget oh my goodness, is this a basketball? You can't win a conference. Yeah, well. Because before you get to that finals, you got you got to get that conference first. Well, they've managed to get to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in the first time in their history. That is something, but they they really need Kawhi Leonard, and he's not back for goodness knows when. So I'm going Nets in that one. You're going Nets in that one. Yeah, I think we've got our selections. Um, later on that day, you've got the Golden State Warriors taking on the Utah Jazz at 4 a.m. on Sunday morning. That will be an absolute beauty of a game. Oh, I thought you were going to say later on that day, your homie Dr. Dre is going to come That was the setup. That was the setup. You saw what (laughs) I was doing. I didn't even have to finish it. Um, But yeah, Warriors versus Jazz. um, It's in Utah. What are your thoughts? When's Clay back? They said early Jan. I don't think... So there is, this is this some speculation. Early? Is this too early? There was some speculation it might be the Jazz game, but I, I, they wanted a home game. Okay, so it won't Which be it won't be the Utah game. Look, uh, Clay or no Clay, I got I got the Warriors in this. Ooh, I got the Warriors. Clay nice. or no Clay, picking the dubs, picking the dubs. I am a Warriors fan counter, so that's why I'm going with the Jazz to win this one. <laughs> Blind loyalty. Why don't you? I think the Jazz are going to beat them. <laughs> I think the Jazz are gonna win that game. the The blind loyalty is no longer blind. <laughs> Have you placed? When are you placing your bet? I want to see oh, the result oh of this. Oh goodness! Let's not go there. Um, yeah, that's why we've got to gamble responsibly because um, <laughs> make your choices well, people. Make your choices well. I do think though that the Jazz. Um, the, the one thing the Warriors seem to have struggled with a little bit this season is size. And you saw mm. that in the game against the Nuggets. Um, they lost a game recently when. Um, Draymond Green was was out, and you, yeah. you just saw that the, the Warriors um, they keep pushing, they push and they push and they push, and then they just don't have another level. Sometimes when when you know somebody like Nikola Jokic is in you know going down low, and Ke- Kevon Looney is trying everything in his power, and it's coming up short. 
Um, <laughs> Literally. So, yeah, and I think I think that's what's going to happen with the Jazz. I don't think that Rudy Gobert is anywhere close to Nikola Jokic, but I do think though that the Warriors will 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 find it difficult to get the the, the rebounds, and that's a critical element here. They mm-hmm. they need to crash the glass well, but I do think the Jazz are going to win that one. That's my feeling. Um, then early Monday morning, two a.m. Monday morning. You could even call it Sunday night if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Phoenix Suns take on the Charlotte Hornets. What is your pick? I'm digging over game. I, I like. The, I hope Melo plays. And Melo uh, being Lamelo. Lamelo, yes. Mm-hmm. Junior Melo, little Melo, new Melo, whatever you want to call him. New Melo. Yeah, new Melo. I hope new Melo plays. And you know Terry Rozier and all the other guys. Uh, you know, all things being equal, I still give that game to the other team. <laughs> to the Suns. So you've set it up. You're like, oh, man, these Hornets, these Hornets, the Suns. Uh, yeah, I, I hope even MJ is watching, but the Suns. Look, and I'm with you on that in terms of the Suns, but I'm going to go against you in oh. terms of the selection. I think the Hornets might take this one. Um, well, uh, it will be the LaMelo ball. You know I should be an all-star game. Okay, so, you okay. know, let's see how that goes. That's my selection. I'm going to pick the Hornets in that one. Um, Kaunda, thank you so much for your selections. Um, no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. National Responsible Gambling Program is in effect, and you can get in touch with them on 0800-006-008 in South Africa. That's 0800-006-008. Or WhatsApp help on 076-675-0710. Uh, that is the post-up betting corner powered by bet.coza. Kaunda, we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, it is the last one of 2021. But wow. it was also a great setup for 2022, especially when we're looking at the All-Star Game coming up. Yeah. You know I like to finish the podcast with a question to you. It's the questions. What? <laughs> yes. Shoot. I did that. So here is my question to you. We've made our selections for the All-Star Game. Uh-huh. We've made our selections for the, for the captains. Mm-hmm. Who do you think could be from our selections the all-star game mvp who that's the question right there mm-hmm. um i'm gonna I'm go out on a limb i'm gonna go out on a limb and i, and I would say the all-star mvp is gonna be kevin durant kevin durant yeah hmm. that's a great selection that's a great selection i think it's gonna be Giannis Antetokounmpo again yeah. Back to back. I think Giannis is going to show them. Wow. He's going to whip out his uh, half-court half three-point shot, shot, and uh, everyone's going to be like, Trey Attentacumpo. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great band as well, Trey Attentacumpo. Well, that's where we're going to leave it. Kaunda, thank you so much, man. It's been a really great podcast. Um, we will be doing this again next week because we love this so much. And next week's next year, so... Uh Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next year. Yes, indeed. Make sure you're safe over this uh, New Year period. Look out for yourselves. Look after each other. And thank you so much for listening to the Post Up Podcast. Remember, you can interact with us on our socials at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and also go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. From me, Cyrus. And me, Kaunda. It is goodbye, and we will see you next time.